Hey guys, what's up? You got Brandy here and this is the Take Control Podcast. I am actually holding it down by myself this week. Lynn and Dariel are gone. Um, I said I may do something, so here's my something. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a guest with me today. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? My name is DB. Um, here, guest starring from the That's Why We're Single podcast. Um, it's my pleasure to be on the Take Control podcast. Definitely a longtime listener, so I'm excited to get on the mic with Brandy and shoot the shit and just have a one-on-one good-ass conversation and have y'all had the opportunity to listen to it. Yes. So... Don't forget, guys, to follow us on our social media. The Instagram is Take Control Podcast. The Twitter is Take Control Pod. Our Facebook group is Take Control Podcast. And you can email us at TakeControlPodcast at gmail.com. I'm not going to waste no time. We're going to go ahead and get into our self-care tip. Uh, my self-care tip for this week is going to be love yourself, know your worth. Um, I feel like whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, whether it's friendships, Family members, know your worth, love yourself. Um, People will try to tear you down. Uh, People will try to pay you less than what you're worth, give you less than what you deserve in relationships. And we're we're just not doing that in 2019. Absolutely not. not. We're not. So if it's holding you back, if it's making you feel like you're less than or less deserving, let that go. Like, just let it go. Cut it off. That's my motto for my 30s. Just let it go. Just let it go. Like, (laughs) it's life's too short for you to sit there and hold on to, to unnecessary bullshit that you don't necessarily have to deal with. Like, if you can cut it off, cut it off and live the rest of your life. Like, we shouldn't be carrying baggage in the 2019, especially in our 30s. Like, absolutely not. Like, let that shit go. Agreed. I feel like life in my 30s is totally different. I was just talking to my homegirl about that. Everything is different from work to relationships to just careers, Everything. Kids, like, I don't have any kids but her kids. It's just totally different. It's a whole nother experience, but it's exciting nonetheless. Um, We will not have a hashtag, I said what I said, or hashtag take control this week because my girls are away. Uh, And I just really couldn't think of anything. So we're going (laughs) to jump right into the show. I invited Darius on here because he is starting a podcast. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, yes, yes, (laughs) going down. And I just wanted to... um, Give him the opportunity to just get a feel for podcasting and he's been at different events and giving his opinion on relationships and all of that. So that's why we're single. What's that going to be about? So pretty much the basis of it is we're all looking for love. We're all looking for that that special someone, but like nobody can find it. Mm-hmm. And so we want to have a podcast where it's just fellas shooting the shit in, a, in an intimate setting like a barbershop. Like the easiest way to compare it to is that when you go to a barbershop, when you're a guy, that's our sanctuary. You can go there. You can talk about whatever, whenever you won't be judged. You either just crack a laugh. You know, you you have a joke. Somebody will say something smart about it. And that's the environment that they want to create with with the podcast. Um, but we just want it to be about love and relationships. We feel like guys out there, we talk about sports. We talk about Everything is going on in the world, but we don't really sit down and talk about like, you know, what's on our heart, you know, what's 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 preventing us from finding that special someone like what's on our bird? What's the things that we want to listen to? So um, the, the basis of it is, like I said, the name of it is that's why we're single. And it's not necessarily why 
the fellas, you know, shout out to Leon and shout out to Dre. Um, not why we're single, but just collectively, why why men and women are why men and women are single, mm-hmm. and we all sitting out here trying to find that special someone. And it's a lot of great men, it's a lot of great women out here, but we just got so many things, so many walls, so many defense mechanisms, so much shit that baggage that we're carrying that we can't find that 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 love. Mm. And so that's what it's gonna be about. Like we're gonna sit down every week. We're going to, you know, have a, a great conversation. We got so many things we're going to talk about. We're just going to shoot the shit. And hopefully, you know, we we help somebody find that special someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for you guys. Um, I'm de- I've definitely heard good things. I got a little, you know, inside information mm. in some of the shows that's coming up. Oh, so yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, hopefully all of us can work together and maybe throw something for single people oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> single single people not single people. right i'm single single somebody told me the other day they was like are you single i said i'm single they said are you single single i said i'm girl i'm single 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 like <laughs> because there is a difference right um before we get into this whole single and dating conversation i wanted to recap last week's episode uh when they see us uh again thank you to hilton for coming on and sharing his opinion and really just giving a real perspective of what he thinks. Um, I will say we got a lot of people that had different opinions. We got a lot of good feedback. It was a really, really hard show. Oh, absolutely. Do Um, sitting here, the three of us, it it was really, really hard to do, but we wanted to start a conversation. Um, We wanted people to, Think about some things and um, just see how we can change the narrative um, and how, you know, we can have more of these conversations in hopes to maybe make changes amongst black and white people. Um, Yeah. So, Mm, yeah, me personally, I know I was a little quiet because I was just like, this is a lot. But overall, I'm very happy uh, with the results of the show and what people had to say. So as a as a black man. Um, did you did you listen to the episode? In full? I, I I did. Okay. How did, did. how did you feel about it? Man, um, honestly, it didn't surprise me mm-hmm. on how Hilton thought thinks because speaking to a lot of my white contemporaries, they feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. They have these preconceived notions of this is why you know black people are the way that they are, and this is why they quote unquote struggle. So. What Hilton said didn't surprise me. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that you guys brought him on the show to create that dialogue, because surprisingly, people like it's people really don't know that a lot of our white contemporaries think that same way, that the reason why we are behind, the reason why there is a struggle, you know, is because we did it to ourselves. And there's so much systematic things that have been Mm -hmm. going on for years and years and hundreds of years that we're literally, you know, just trying to catch up now. But we're trying to become rich where our white counterparts are wealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, they have wealth for generations. We're now just creating riches. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that that he said that didn't necessarily surprise me. It's still alarming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you hear it, it, it's still surprising and alarming when you hear it. But to me, it's a lot of people out here that, that think that same way. And a lot of those people are, you know, our colleagues, our quote unquote friends, our bosses, mm-hmm. you know, people that, you know, can affect the way that we go home and make our money and pay our bills and feed our family. There are a lot of people that think that way. Mm-hmm. Trust me, Hilton is not the only one. Mm. He's not going to be the first. He wasn't the first. He damn sure ain't going to be the last. Trust me, we're in Ohio. This is a red state. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of people around here that think the same way. There's people that drive down the street with the Confederate flag here in Ohio. Like so there are people that 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 believe the same way that Hilton does. And I came from a real, you know what I'm saying, liberal city in Chicago where, you know, it was, you know, everybody had their own thing. It was just, you know, it was it was a lot more diverse, I would say, than than here in Columbus. But man, it's 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 surprising that people, you know, still feel that same way in 2019 Mm -hmm. and people and with the information that we have, we have a wealth of information is literally in the palm of our hand where if you really wanted to know why we are struggling as a, as, as black people, as minorities in this country, that it's literally in the palm of your hand. You can look and see, but people have these preconceived notions. Mm -hmm. They, they hear from their parents, they hear from their parents' parents. And, you know, the fact that you can really just judge a person or judge a, 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 a group of people without even doing knowledge, without even doing research, mm-hmm. it, it is, it's, it's crazy. This is 2019. You don't have to go to the library to find this information. Like, right. he'll, do your research, man. Just do your research. Right. Um, I and what's interesting is that I, in my heart of hearts, I don't believe that he's a racist. I think he's just he's, he's yeah he's yeah. um, and he doesn't really fully realize the systematic oppression that Absolutely. is there. I think he just sees it as an individual standpoint, black men, black women, whatever the case may be. But one thing I did agree with is the two-parent household Absolutely. Um, part that he did speak on. I do think it is very important to have two parents, two emotionally available, stable parents in the household um, that are present and mm-hmm. not dealing with whatever toxic traits they may have. I think that that is very important. So... I appreciate his standpoint on that, but the rest it was like, eh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah. I had a um, couple people that want to do a part two, a couple men that would like to come on and do a part two with him. So oh, shit. that may be something for you guys to look forward to. Hey, um, I would, I would love to sit here and and have a conversation with him, but I know I get animated at times, and <laughs> you know, I don't think you know, I don't want to, you know, have a mic coming in hot as I get loud and. You know, I I get, you know, really emotional when it comes to things like that because of the fact that there's so many things that I know versus going along his opinion. And if he wanted to know, he could, but he doesn't want to. He like I say, and I agree with you, like there's a difference between being uninformed and being racist. Mm -hmm. He's just uninformed. Mm -hmm. And so give him some time if he really wants to know. Give him some time to, to, to do his research, do his homework. If he doesn't, then he wants to be uninformed. And that's. That's his choice, and I don't feel like arguing my facts versus his his opinion. Exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. I was like, um, yeah, I'm just gonna let you talk. Just talk, bro. Um, but re- it was a really good episode. If you guys didn't catch it, it is when they see us. Um, we were talking before we started recording, and you said that you didn't watch the docu series. Oh, absolutely not. No, um, I feel like things like. Like when they see us, all it does is trigger an emotional response of just how fucked up we are in this country. Mm-hmm. And I refuse to watch it to to go through the emotional trauma. Like mm-hmm. I was saying a couple years ago, like every year they would come out with a movie about slavery. They would come out, you know, if it wasn't if it wasn't what was it, Django Unchained, mm-hmm. they would come out with something that just shows black people oppressed every single year. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I, I get it. Like I've done my homework. I'm a black person in America. I know that I have to work twice as hard to get half as far. Mm-hmm. Like I just refuse to 
watch that to get that emotional response because I see everybody on my 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 social media feeds that are like, oh, my God, you need to see it. It's just it's so messed up how, you know, that happened and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like I just don't want to put myself through that emotional trauma again. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like. I feel like having PTSD. I mean, was it PTSD? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like having PTSD. Like when I watch things like that, because mm-hmm. it's just like I have to go and watch that, and then I have to go to work the next day with my white counterparts and think like, how do you really like? How do you really see me? Like, do you see me as your equal? Do you see me as um, a product of affirmative action? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think that I had to? You know, I just got into my college. I got to school because I was black. Like all type of shit that I just like, yo, like. I just don't want to go through that emotional trauma anymore. You yeah. feel me? Right. That's that's definitely fair. I'm the opposite. Um, I will watch something and then I'll just go into this whole rabbit hole of information that I go research and then I'm depressed. Right. <laughs> but for me, I feel like it's although I already know, I know the times that we're living in, I know our struggles. I feel like it's still something that I need to see. Um especially because I like I speak about my God kids all the time. They're three boys. Right. And I don't have the tools to tell them. You know what I mean? So I feel like sometimes watching this stuff, it helps me have those conversations with them sometimes or with their mother or my friends or my dad or whatever the case may be. But it definitely, if you don't have the emotional capacity for it, I would definitely recommend not to watch that stuff. Because I watched when they see us and I cried all four episodes and I was so enraged just watching it. I'm like, I, this is too much, but I, at the same time, I feel like I need to. See right. It. So I don't know. I would just say, like I said, if you can't handle it, don't watch it. Yeah. I, I would, I watched actually both seasons of she's got to have it. So <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'll do something for the culture. So I, I watch, I watch something Spike Lee related. But I was like, I can't do it. Like, you know what? That's a really good segue into this. So she's got to have it. What's your, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? So man, oh man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> um, I really actually like the second season. A lot of people like it was funny because the reason why I actually watched it is because I was on a date. Um with this young lady and we were talking about it and went back to her career for a nightcap and it was on her Netflix and she was like, she hated it. And I was watching it. We watched it for like 30 minutes and I was like, I'm actually kind of intrigued. And plus like I was, I was just infatuated with her eyes. Mm, So I like, she, I was just infatuated with her skin, with her eyes. So I was like, yo, I got to watch this. Let me see what's going on. So I watched the first season. I was just like, I, I, you know, she was going through her phase and, and, and I liked her independence because she was like, yo, you, I got my rules. You know what I'm saying? You either got to follow my rules or it is what it is. So I respected that. I'm not going to say that she was in her whole phase or whatever she was being. She was being free. She was being safe and she had rules and everything. I like the second season, how she came into her own and she developed herself into a person and, and she found the purpose. You know, she got rid of all that BS and found what really like drove her and, and became an artist. And she had her she had her show at the end. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. Um, but she had her art show at the end. And, you know, you can see how all of her pieces came together versus the first season or, or even early in the second season when she went to her retreat. And just like everything was just so convoluted. Mm-hmm. Everything was so distant. They couldn't put together like what her where her whole meaning was. So when she got rid of the BS, start focusing on herself then that's when you can see that she became a more of an artist. So I love the fact that she came in with her own. Um, there's a whole bunch of other things as far as like her friends and 
backstabbing friends and all that shit that we could talk about. But no, <laughs> like I, I actually like She's Gotta Have It. And I definitely recommend that if you have not seen it, um, give it a chance. It's only like 22 or actually like 30 minutes uh, episode. So you can actually been watch both seasons in like a day if you really was dedicated um, and it's a Spike Lee joint, so you know you're gonna have those, 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 those camera views and those music that that music that mellow melancholy music. But I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Did you see it or? I have not finished the second season. I think I got maybe three episodes in. What? Um, I binge watched the first season when it first came out, and I loved it. Right. Um, I appreciate your stance on the show because a lot of people will be like, oh, she's a hoe. <laughs> oh, no, no. Because no, um, like I say, like, fellas, fellas do the same shit. So <laughs> fellas do the same shit. We ain't got rules. You know hilarious. what I'm saying? So <laughs> so at least she at least she had her rules and she found some dudes that would stick with her rules. But no, like I, she's not a hoe. Like she's she's free. She's free. She's free. <laughs> And she's gorgeous. God damn, she's gorgeous. She is, she is very beautiful. Very, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. But yes, free is the perfect word, and I love it. Mm-hmm. So from an individual standpoint, would you date someone such would, would as I date? Nola Darling? Ooh, that's a good question. Because um, it's okay on TV, but real life. <laughs> real life, I think I could. And I think I could. It all depends on it all depends on what my stance is mm-hmm. with dating at the time. So if I'm looking for that one mm-hmm. then no okay but i can see something about nola that is just like infatuating mm-hmm. you know so it's just something about her that just like even though i know you know i'm the side dude like 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 the the like the the model guy was he's like i know i'm the oh, side yeah. dude but i'm still trying to be your number one you know what <laughs> it was something about her that was like that but for me personally Depending on where I'm in life, I can see myself doing that because especially with the rules and the structure, like it's, it's, it's easy to do that when there's rules and there's structure, there's no chaos. So mm-hmm. I could definitely see myself getting down like that. Now, right now, would I do that? That's the question for another day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, I, I feel like men are always like, yeah, I'm with it. But then. She start pulling on your heartstrings. You, I mean, everybody go. You gonna catch feelings. You gonna catch feel like when you when you attach yourself physically to somebody. Like like you're going to get emotionally attached. Like mm-hmm. especially if the sex is amazing. Like if that's you're gonna get emotionally attached. It's just it's just a need. Like so that's when you start playing on those heartstrings and you know feelings get attached. And dudes catch feelings too. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Now dudes definitely catch feelings too. They they get sprung too. I I got some stories that I'm gonna talk about on my podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it's it, I think women can do it too. As a matter of fact, I've been with I've know women. I won't say I've been with, but I know women that do this exact same thing. So mm-hmm. as long as they're as long as you guys are safe and they're structured or anything, absolutely do it. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. So let's go ahead and get into the that's why we're single. So you said you're single, single. I'm single, 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 single. Ladies. Yes. Holla at me. How long? Uh, so it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Because um, so I'm actually divorced. So oh, okay. So I'm divorced. So I've been separated. I was separated from my ex for over two years. The paperwork was finally finalized a year ago. Um, so that's why I say it's complicated. So if I'm like single, 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 it's been a year. Um, but I feel like it's I've been single since 2017. Um, and that's a whole nother situation, like being separated, which is technically still married and still trying to date, mm-hmm. uh, which is a whole nother whole nother can of worms. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like I've been single, 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 single. I dated one girl 
and why well, one woman i'm gonna call her a girl one woman and that was that was interesting interesting <laughs> to say the least um we were actually dating for like five months and then it just got to the point where i was like yeah this is not where it's not where i want to be so why not cutting it off uh we're still in good graces but just didn't it just didn't work out okay all right so what's the main reason why you're not in a relationship the main reason why i'm not in a relationship i feel like i haven't met that person that just sparks um that just sparks my interest like there's a lot of great women out here don't get me wrong there's mm-hmm. a lot of great women out here doing a lot of great things here but i just haven't found that one that just lights my flame mm. you know so just because you're a great woman doesn't mean you're a great woman for me mm-hmm. you know and that's what i find myself struggling at especially being in my mid-30s you know, it's it's kind of hard to especially if you have these and I'm trying to get away from it. But everybody has their, you know, their checklist mm-hmm. that they want. Um, but as you as you realize, the older you get, the 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 more like kind of like gray area that checklist becomes. So where you have a lot of definites now becomes a lot of maybes. Like mm. if you ask me, you know, 10 years ago, would I date somebody that has a kid? I would say absolutely not because mm-hmm. I don't have any kids. And you ask me now and I'm like, depends you know so (laughs) you know it's a lot of things that that I just haven't you know come to a realization and plus I still feel like I'm also still going with you know still trying to give myself time to heal from the the Mm. divorce you know because because and that's a topic we'll talk about hurt people hurt people Mm. so yeah so we don't want to we don't I don't want to I don't want to you know have any you know emotional baggage that unfortunately I carry with me to my next relationship Mm -hmm. so I'm giving myself time to just relax smell the roses not look for anything Mm because when you look for something that's when you find all the bullshit Mm -hmm. so giving myself time to relax enjoy life and if a a young woman just happens to walk into my life that I wasn't even looking for that sparks that then so be it I'm ready for a relationship I just haven't found that 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 spark that Mm -hmm. one that's caught my eye you feel me? We we talk a lot about dating on the podcast. And I think for me, the reason why I'm not in a relationship is a combination of things. I, I think I need that spark. Right. Like you said. Well, I definitely need that. That's not a maybe. Um, and I think I, I haven't found someone who can... Break it down now. Break yeah, it down. Let me think about this. Right. Um, someone who can help me with the things I need help with. I don't really have patience. Okay. Um, and it's easy for me to just be like, we can end this here. Okay. Um, <laughs> right, right. I get <laughs> you on I, that. You know what I mean? I take care of myself. You know, I'm well-rounded. I'm a solid person. So it's like, I really don't have time for the BS. Right. I was just telling my homegirl this. I'm like, it's hard trying to not bring any kind of past situation into a new situation. Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, listening to your instincts. Mm-hmm. My instincts are usually spot on when it comes to people. Right. And it's like, mm, where's the balance? I don't want to carry nothing in, but when I'm right, I'm right. When you're like, right, you're right. That, so it's, it's a lot. Um, and I need alignment. And now that I'm getting older and I'm doing different things and, Life is just expanding for me. I need alignment. So I can't just be out here with anybody right. just doing whatever. Um, 
Yeah, it's a, it's a lot that goes into it for me. Oh, um, it's a lot that goes into it with, with, with all of us. I mean, yeah. we all have our we all have our yeses and nos. We all have those instincts that we, you know, can't go against, you know, and especially yeah. like we say, as we get older now, you know what I'm saying? It's it's that's the whole that was the whole purpose of the podcast. Like we're we're getting older. Uh, myself and, and one of my uh, co-podcasters, we're actually in our mid-30s. Um, and then we got Dre, who's about to be 30. And so the older we get, you know, we're all we all have these conversations behind closed doors. It's like, man, like, why can't you know, why can't we find a good person? Why can't we find, you know, that special someone? And that's what the whole that's why I say the whole purpose of the podcast is, is because we're going to sit there. We're going to have those those behind the uh, behind the doors conversations mm-hmm. on on air. So mm-hmm. you can listen to the things that guys say, you know, when it comes to these conversations, when it comes to love. Because we have them, we just don't privy everybody to them. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna just have these conversations. We're gonna talk about what our, you know, our definites are, what our maybes are, what our absolutely nots are gonna be. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about everything. We're gonna talk about how I was physically abused in a relationship. We're gonna talk about um, a lot of things. Like it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a great podcast to to tune into. But I mean we all out here are struggling. We're yeah. struggling out here to find that special somebody. Yeah. They're, they're out here. We just, I don't know. We're just so guarded. We're so guarded and so jaded from past relationships mm. that we carry that emotional baggage. And it's impossible for us to, to not carry that baggage and not carry those scars to the next relationship because we're guarded. We don't want to expose ourselves to that hurt again, because mm-hmm. when we were all out and we were all open with that past and it didn't work out and we were hurt, like now we go into this next person and we don't want to feel ever feel that same feeling again. Mm-hmm. Like, trust me, like I, I I went through a marriage where I thought this was going to be a person I spent the rest of my life with. How long were you married? We were married for six years. Mm. Right. So. Right. So this is the person that <laughs> this is the person that I was talking to back when I was in college when she was in college. I moved to Columbus for her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So this is the person that I just knew I was going to spend the rest of my life with. And things didn't work out, unfortunately. And so when you're 100 percent open with somebody, you allow yourself to get hurt emotionally. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you right now, and and I'm sure everybody knows this. I'm not you know, saying something that's revolutionary. Emotional scars hurt more than physical scars. You feel me? Like you get hurt. (laughs) Your heart heart gets hurt. Like it takes it takes years to come back to bounce back from that versus you break a bone, you put a cast on you good in six weeks. You yeah. feel me? Like, so we all have that baggage that we're going through when it goes, when it goes to talking about those relationships. So I wouldn't necessarily say you don't want to carry that baggage, but you want to learn from that baggage. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a difference with that. Yeah. There's a, and that's what you say, going back to saying, Hey, I'm going to follow my instincts. You know, if it, if it, if something ain't right, I'm just going to say, Hey, I'm out. Yeah. Absolutely. You deserve to do what's best for you. Yeah. You feel me? And if he loves you and he cares about you, he's going to fight for it. Yeah. He's going to change his ways. He's going to make some type of understanding. He's going to come to a mutual agreement with it. But if he doesn't, if he walks, then that's his loss. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. One thing I said I was not going to do, I said, I'm not going to be at war with myself because I love somebody. Oh, absolutely. Like that not. whole mental battle that you go through, like. It could be this, it could be that, or whatever the case may be. I'm I'm not doing it. You shouldn't. That's what I'm not gonna do. And I did a lot of that in my twenties. Absolutely. Um, definitely definitely not gonna do that. You mentioned um the self work and the healing that you're trying to do. So we talk about toxic traits a lot. Um, what do you feel like your toxic traits are? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I really feel like my toxic traits, I'm like uber competitive. 
like so i'm like super competitive when it comes to anything like Mm -hmm. i don't know blame it on the zodiac sign blame it on me being aries but like i feel like i have to win um and people have called me out recently on it they're like it's just a game i'm like yeah but we gotta win this game like (laughs) i think i've been like exhaled from the kickball team like kicked off the kickball team um because they want to have fun and i want to win um but (laughs) like you know, I could feel like that's definitely like can be super competitive. And I feel like especially when I'm in a relationship, mm-hmm. like I can see where, you know, especially getting into a disagreement that, you know, I feel like I have to win and I have to I have to take myself back from that mm-hmm. and understand that in a relationship there we either both win or we both lose. Mm-hmm. There is no winners. There is no losers. There is no I win. You win. It's let's figure out what's the prop what this problem is mm. come to a solution learn from it build a bridge and get over it that's the hardest part realizing Absolutely. that it's you and that person against the problem yes and not you against that person yes that is absolutely so hard. yes absolutely and as i get older i'm learning that um i didn't know that three <laughs> four five six years ago and um getting older you just have to realize and learn from the mistakes of your past and say hey like i'm not here to you know i'm not here to argue with you i'm not here to you know make your point less valid like i had a disagreement with um an individual this week and she was surprised because i said you know what if i did anything to disrespect you i apologize Mm -hmm. i don't want to you know say that your opinion is 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 not valid if you feel this way then i apologize for making you feel this way let's get over it and she was like she was literally stuck like she was like i've never had anybody that you know what i'm saying ever told me that like i was ready for this long ass battle i'm like i'm too old to fight now like mm-hmm. i just like let's what's the problem let's fix the problem let's say we getting over it and then just leave it be like let's mm-hmm. learn from it and move on mm-hmm Gotta do better though. After that apology, that's I know. That's Gotta the do thing. better. Yes. That's the thing people will apologize. Two weeks later, they doing the same, the same thing. shit. Absolutely. <laughs> back at it. <laughs> back at it. So yeah, apologies are definitely um, a necessity. That's something I realized because I used to be the type of person where it's like I'm not apologizing. Right. I did it. I'm not sorry. Right. <laughs> now I realize that sometimes you really just need to apologize. You just really need to, and not just necessarily apologize, but but understand why you're apologizing mm-hmm. not For just sure. to just not just to just you know close that door and just you know move on but hey i want you to understand this is why i'm apologizing because i did x y and z mm-hmm. i promise to make better efforts to not do x y and z in the future i understand why you're mad because i did x y and z mm-hmm. and i promise that i will do my damnedest not to do x y and z ever again mm-hmm. if i do i apologize blame my head not my heart because i love you and i'm trying to move on and, and build from that but i'm not intentionally trying to piss you off come you on apology right you feel me like that's <laughs> come on yeah, y'all can get that one for free <laughs> <laughs> i love that I, and you know what what's so funny i'm gonna give y'all a little backstory um i initially seen you at an event i was hosting and i was like i don't like nothing that you're saying nothing that i'm saying i remember i remember <laughs> that event that's actually that actually was the catalyst of the podcast low-key <laughs> like i you right and to actually be here and to have this conversation 
you really can't judge a book. You absolutely can't cover. judge a book by its cover. And I'll tell you exactly what it was. And I got I still get I still get pushed back from this day <laughs> is that I said that a man will say anything he wants to get anything he to, will say anything he thinks he wants you to hear to get anything he wants. That's that's all I said. And people were like, well, that's you. I said, I didn't necessarily say that was me. But I'm saying if a man just like it's physical attraction, if a man, if his intentions are only to sleep with you, he's going to say whatever and do whatever he needs to get that ass. And then afterwards, mm-hmm. it is what it is. That's all I said. And people looked at me like I had told them that, that, that God didn't exist or something. I was I'm still getting feedback years later. Like, them four days, he going to tell you everything. You right. I'm like, what? But I'm, as women, we're like. You ain't got a lot to kick it. But we still do. A man is going... People are going to lie. I'm not going to put this as a man versus woman issue. People are going to lie. We, we tell white lies all the time. When it comes to dating, when it comes to relationships or, or trying to attract somebody, like we're going to say everything that we think that you want to hear. But why? Why? Like I've, because I've been in that situation be- like... I personally don't feel like I'm the kind of person where I'm hard to talk to or a person that you can't be honest with because you think I'm going to flip out. That's just not my personality. I'm super chill. So why not just tell the truth? Then we can avoid all of the bullshit. Because my goal isn't to be with you. My goal is to get what I want. If my goal, if my goal is to date you, then, yeah, I want to be myself. I want to be 100 percent myself. So I'm going to hold back the bullshit. But. If I think that you're impressed with my lies and that you're going to give me some ass, you know what I'm saying? Because I tell you that, then hell yeah, I'm a lie to you. And this is and this is not me. This is like (laughs) men in general. Like, don't don't come. I don't want to get no I don't want to get no hate mail. No, no, nothing like that. Like, he ain't shit. No, Um, I'm saying I'm going to say it again. Like, dudes lie all the time. Like. It, it just happens like if, if my goal if my goal is to date you then yeah I'm gonna be 100% keep it funky with you and I want you to know the real me I want to get to know the real you because if I'm dating you I feel like we have a future together mm-hmm. so if I'm looking for that then yeah I want to be my real you but if I'm just looking for a little hit and quit it I need some ass it's 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 fourth quarter at this party it's one o'clock in the morning you know what I'm saying I just don't want to go home with a dry dick then yeah I'm gonna go <laughs> ahead and I'm gonna tell you everything you want to hear in that last hour I'm gonna whisper them sweet nothings in your ear and I get you to the crib and if I stab I stab and then afterwards you call me I'm gonna be like what's up that's it like guys lie all the time it's it's a difference between lying to get an end game and lying to date Y'all should see me rolling my eyes. Oh, she rolling them. Y'all, she rolling them. So, <laughs> at what at what point does the accountability come in? Like, ooh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I mean, accountability usually comes in when that guy realizes that he is attracted to you to the point where he sees that future in you, mm-hmm. or he gets caught up in his shit. Mm-hmm. That's it. So eventually, the 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 roosters come to crow or whatever it is whatever that old saying is eventually the cows come home or something my, my mom used to say she's from mississippi Let's she got a whole bunch of in the dark comes right everything light. in the dark comes like my mom from mississippi she got a whole bunch of others she got a whole bunch of old ass sayings um but everything that's done in the dark will come to light so eventually he gonna either get caught up in his shit and he gonna have to tell you the truth or he's gonna realize that you are something special and then he's gonna be like yo i need to you know what i'm saying keep it clean with you or you're gonna get caught in this shit as simple as that trust me it happens. What's done in the dark will come to light. I think that's the worst part about dating in 2019. 
No, I'll tell you what the worst part of dating in 2019 is. The worst part of dating in 2019 is social media and reality TV. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Yes, let's talk about it. The worst part of dating is is these expectations that social media and reality TV give us on like how relationships are supposed to go or how relationships are going. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you right now, like I know people that watch nothing but love and hip hop. Like, and that is the most dysfunctional show there is on TV, especially when you're looking at like how the relationships and, and stuff like that is going. And then they carry that into their own relationships. Mm-hmm. They think that, oh, if if Stevie J can cheat on such and such, then I know my man might be cheating on me or I know if such and such is sending a text message to this, then I know, you know what I'm saying? And my man might be sending a text message to such and such. Like mm-hmm. it's it's hard when you are when social media is available and we live our lives publicly on social media where we're posting a picture every day or we can't you know go to the bathroom without tweeting that hey going to the bathroom you know brb like that's what makes dating so difficult mm. in 2019 is the fact that we are accessible 24 hours a day 7 days a week and we allow ourselves to or we kind of portray ourselves to try to live this life on social media that we see that we try to emulate that's on TV or mm-hmm. we try to emulate the celebrities and stuff like that doing. Mm-hmm. That's what's the hardest part about dating mm. to me personally. Now I might be wrong. Everybody got his own, everybody got their own Achilles heel. But that to me is like, I hate it. Mm. I know that I feel, I feel like social media, like you said, the accessibility that comes with social media, I don't like uh, when it comes to relationships, I'm not one to post mm-hmm. who I'm dating or too much of what I'm doing on social media. I'd rather you just not know and right. then just meet me in person and figure out who I am that way. Um, I do think that reality TV kind of warps people's minds as far as how relationships should be. Absolutely. Um, especially, and I hate to say this, ladies, but especially women, mm. Um, mm. as far as like, he got to have a bag and got which it. I mean, he need to have a bag in a sense, but right. like the ridiculousness of it. I think that does kind of seep in and it makes you think that a relationship is supposed to go a certain way. Um, I think, I think the hardest part is living up to the expectations of what a relationship, what we're told a relationship should be. Um, I was talking to someone the other day and I was just saying like it's it's really important that we define what relationships are um to our own standards. Right. Um especially with the way that this world is and I preach and I harp on communication. So if you don't want to do something, say that in the beginning. If you need something from somebody, say that in the beginning and let's create this atmosphere where we're defining our own relationship and it's not based off of what we see on somebody's social media or what we're seeing on reality TV or whatever the case may be. Let's sit down and have a conversation about what is going to work for us and what's going to be most effective for us in our relationship. I don't want to be Lauren London and Nipsey. I don't want to be Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yes, they have some things that I aspire to get to, but... What works for them may not work for us. And we ain't in their homes. That That's the hard part is that we see these other relationships, these celebrity relationships, like you said, and it's like, well, if he ain't doing this and this and this, then he ain't the one. 
Figure but, out what works for you. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full circle back. I'm gonna go full circle back to you and and go back to what was talked about last week. What we talked about earlier is the two parent household. Mm. So, me myself personally, I I grew up with a single mom. Mm. So I don't know what a relationship is. Mm. I never saw what a relationship is. I never seen what two what a man and woman who's actually in love with each other and interacts with each other on a daily basis. I didn't have that in my household. Mm -hmm. So here I come now trying to start my relationship. I have no idea what the hell to do. Mm. And that's what a lot of people are, are finding themselves, especially in our communities. They're coming from these single parent homes and like, what the hell do I do for a relationship? I, I like this person. I want to be in a committed relationship with this person. What do I do? Turn on the TV. You watch love and hip hop. You watch those reality shows. That's what we're seeing mm. is relationships. That's the foundation because we don't have that foundation that we had as kids growing up in, in a two parent household. We turn the TV. We turn the YouTube. We mm. turn the VH1 and we see what those relationships are. We turn and we see what Beyonce and Jay is doing. And you know what I'm saying? Like you say, Lauren and Nipsey and, and, and Swiss and Alicia, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we see these relationships and that's what our foundation has become. We have to have our relationships like this because it's working for them. It should be able to work for us. And the thing is, is that we, like you say, like everybody has their own things that they have to deal with. But when it comes to the black community, especially I won't say the black community, but when it comes to someone that's come from a, a single parent household, you don't have that. You don't have that foundation of what a relationship is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So you turn the TV and I think that honestly, and we we'll keep it a buck and a half. I think honestly that caused the downfall of my marriage actually, mm. because it was two people, both from single parent households, both whose parents were abused, trying to do this relationship thing and not knowing what the hell we were doing. We were mm -hmm. in love with each other. You know what I'm saying? We had love for each other. We were in love with each other. We had fun, but it was like when times got rough, we didn't know what the hell to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we argued like crazy because that's what they do on TV. That's what mm -hmm. we thought was was healthy. And that honestly, I feel like would be if you if want to keep it a buck and a half. I feel like that cost me my marriage mm -hmm. that I didn't have a foundation. I didn't know what the hell I was doing in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Now I do because I then went through the heartache and the heart. You know what I'm saying? The, the heartbreak. But. Hell, like years ago, I was I was winging it. Mm -hmm. Lucky I, lucky I, you know what I'm saying, did as long as I did. But I was mm -hmm. winging it, and she was winging it too. And it's we were just you know young and in love, and didn't have we was on a wing and a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> that that's real. That that is real. Um, what what's the best part about being single in 2019? I don't know if there's a best part. Um. I really feel like being single in 2019 allows you to, and this is like for any time period, like it allows you to find out what makes you happy. Mm. Like, and I definitely feel like before you get in a relationship with someone and you commit to somebody, you need to know what truly makes you happy. Mm -hmm. um, I tell this story all the time. I remember, you know, when I, and just going back to not knowing, you know, what the hell I was doing in, in a marriage, like, I remember going back two years ago, moving out of, you know, my wife's apartment, getting my own apartment and looking myself. I literally I literally just took my clothes and the TVs. That's literally, I left her all the furniture, whatever the case, literally just took my TVs and, and my clothes. And I remember ordering another, you know, another bedroom set, got a little dresser or whatever. And I had this big mirror. I wanted this big mirror because I never had a big mirror 
um, in a relationship. And I remember looking myself in the mirror and saying, okay, this is the first day of the rest of your life. What do you want to do? Mm. What's you, what do you want to do that's going to make you happy? Mm-hmm. And I looked myself in that mirror and I had no idea like what I wanted to do to make me happy. Mm-hmm. So being single allowed me to try different things, you know, allowed me to travel, allowed me to find out what makes me happy, um, allowed me to know myself better. Mm-hmm. That I think is the best part of being single in 2019 is just give yourself the time to find out what makes you happy before getting into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because so often we're told that, you know, we need a woman to complete us or, you know, you need someone to complete you or, or something like that. And mind you, like we come into this world whole, mm. you know, I tell people all the time, like they say, you know, you have to get 50, 50 in a relationship. And I tell you, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred, a hundred, it's a hundred, a hundred. You bring a hundred percent of yourself in. She's bringing a hundred percent for herself in, but you need to know as much about that hundred percent as you can. And not necessarily think that you're going to find somebody that's going to complete you or find somebody that's going to fill in the blanks or fill in that the filling those things that you don't know about yourself. Mm -hmm. Find give yourself the opportunity to find out what makes you happy first before getting in a relationship, I think, is is key. Yeah. Being single. Um, I think for me, the best part about it is my alone time Mm -hmm. and the opportunity to be. 100% 100% selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, God willing, if I get married and have kids, my life will no longer be exactly. my own. So I'm trying to enjoy my own space. I'm trying to enjoy um, just my alone time. Like I, I truly am okay right now with just being in my own little world, mm-hmm. doing whatever I want to do, not having to consider anybody else, not having to, check in with anybody else because truth be told when you are in a relationship you do need to check in and just you know hey big the, yeah hey, boo. yeah just right. be available mm-hmm. so i appreciate that space that i'm in right now and like you said the coming into a relationship already whole is a thing that's a real thing yes it is um and i can appreciate that it's been about two and a half almost three years i've been single now so it's like I've done my work. Like, I've figured out what my toxic traits are. I've already spoken about I'm going to start therapy, all that. So, like, I'm literally coming and I'm going to be going into something complete. Mm-hmm. And like we talk about on the show, it's just you're the addition. Like, absolutely. Let's come and just add to each other. Yep. That's it. Um. So, for me, that's I like that alone time. Because, like I said, these, this God willing, these would be the last Hopefully, a couple years. Oh, you, got, oh, you got somebody lined up? Uh oh, here we go. No, you be I off don't. The market? What? I don't. I am single, single. No, like, you single, single, huh? Single, single. Like phone dry, all of that. I ain't doing <laughs> nothing but work, church, or podcast. That's it. Um, so I wanted to discuss this post. Um, I'm gonna read it for you guys. It says every nigga got at least two females they fucking with. First female is the asshole who act like she don't care, but that's who he wants. Second female, the best caring, sweet. He doesn't want her, though. He just keeps her around. So when the first one don't want to deal with his. Hold on. He only keeps her around when the first one doesn't want to deal with him. So is that wrong or right? Hmm. I'm going to say it's mostly right. It's mostly right. 
Um, no, don't be stressed. No, but we're gonna break. We about to break this down. I'm about to. I'm about to break this down now because this ain't this ain't just dudes. Like it's it's women too. And I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you a prime example. What y'all talking about? What y'all work husbands? Like exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you got got your work husband. You got your husband at home. You got your work husband. That's your that's your twenty percent. Um, but I really don't. I really feel like that. This goes with. I think this goes actually more so with. And definitely you can come in my head if you feel like it. I feel like this should be women. I feel like women have two dudes and there's going to be the one dude that's an asshole. You know what I'm saying? That gives her no attention. The bad boy, if you want to go, you know what I'm saying? That far. That's the one that she wants, but he don't want her. But then you got the other dude. That's the, you know, the, 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 the nice guy, you know, he's sweet as hell. You know, but that's the guy you don't want. You want the bad boy. And that's that's something that's a stigma. I think that women have been carrying around like since the beginning of time. Like they want the bad boy. They don't want the nice guy. I don't want that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't want the asshole. Like I think I think when it comes to when I when it comes to men like and I hate to bring this dude up, but Tyler Perry was a genius when he came up with the 80 20 rule. Mm. He was an absolute genius. Like with men. Men will have that one woman that is 80% of everything they ever wanted. If you give a guy a blackboard and say, I want you to write down all the qualities you want in your perfect mate, mm-hmm. you have a woman that's 80% of that. They want that 20%. They want what's on the other side of the fence. That's the other, that's the other, that's the other woman that a dude's dealing with. I, I, hey, I'm telling you, it's, it's tempting because you want what you can't have. Like you want what you don't have. We aspire to keep up with the Joneses every single day. So, you know, you have that great woman that's in your corner that's 80 percent of everything you wanted. But you might see the girl that's flirting with you that might be a little bit cuter. That bag might be a little bit heavier. You know what I'm saying? That swag might be a little bit different. That's who's going to that's who men kind of like levitate to because it's what he doesn't have. Mm. Ooh, see, you should see this eye roll. You should see this eye, <laughs> man, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all should see all these eye rollers. I, I swear, if Liz could kill, I would have been killed about Water seventeen your own times. Grass. I would have been seventeen your times. Own grass. That I is, get it. Stop. All right. All right. No, 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 no. I, I completely, a hundred percent agree with you. Absolutely. <laughs> like you, you help that eighty percent be that hundred percent that you want. You water your own grass. You take care of your own lawn. I absolutely get that. Most men don't get that. Most men want to have their cake and eat it too. And I can I can understand that thought process. But then you have men who act on that thought process. Oh, yeah. That's my issue. Stop damaging people. Cause you'll have that 80%. And I've talked about this before. You will have that 80% completely fuck her over, mm-hmm. damage her, Absolutely. break her heart. And then y'all just move on like nothing happens. And I agree with you. I absolutely. No, I absolutely <laughs> agree with you. But I would tell you one thing is that women are home wreckers. Women are home wreckers. Accountability again, yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. Women You gotta like, have somebody to cheat with. I get Yeah. It. Women no 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 no. You absolutely I'm saying that, but Y'all be dangling that stuff in front of men. And I just and men, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, you think about it like the the ratio of men to women. Like we think about Columbus, the ratio of men to women in Columbus. Like, what would you say it is? I, I don't know. 
Like let's just let's just say even this ballpark figure. Let's just say four to one. Four to yeah. one women and men. Four right? to one is probably good. Four to one. So if I break your heart, you have, you know, you have to find, you know, that one dude that already has four other women versus the guy that he break. I break your heart. I already got three lined up. This if we go, stressful. we are, I already got three. It's, 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 trust me. Dating is very stressful. It's difficult. <laughs> it's, 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 it's weird. Like, I don't want to say it's a game, but some people play it as though it is a game. Like, but it's, it's stressful, especially if you're trying to, you know, settle down and be real and keep it a, a buck and a half and find that future. Someone it's, mm. It's stressful because there's so many outside factors that you have to deal with. You got to deal with the social media. You got to deal with the other three women that this guy, you know what I'm saying, already has ratio to him. You know what I'm saying? Ration to him. Like you got to deal with, you know, emotional stresses that both you and he carry. Like there's so many things that go into this. That's Mm -hmm. why that's why we need to be having these discussions like this, like because. We got to help understand each other. There's, like I say, it's great men, it's great women out here, but I think we just are so jaded by the past that we don't allow ourselves to um, find true love again. Mm. I guess you're right. (laughs) I guess guess you're right. I'll give you that. So how do we, it starts with having the conversations, but how do we really break these walls down? Because I can have the conversation. I've had the conversation with people like, look, I'm not here to play around. I'm not trying to waste my time. I'm not trying to waste your time. I've done my dirt. You've done your dirt. Here we are. Let's let's start something new. Right. But then that action has to come in. Absolutely. And people still decide to do something different. So how do you think it starts really breaking that wall down to get to that point of really finding the happiness that you want with someone else and that true love that you want with someone else? It comes with self first. It all, mm-hmm. it all starts with self first. If you truly want to find love, if you want to love someone else, it first starts with loving yourself first. Okay. So, you know, just breaking it down to like breaking that wall down you have to love yourself. You have to know what your intentions are. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to have, you have to look in that mirror and say, you know, what is it that I want? What are my intentions? Am I truly out here looking for love or am I here looking for ass? Like, am I out here, you know, really wanting to settle down? Or I'm just out here trying to just bang every chick I can. Like it comes with self and it comes with loving yourself. It also comes with time because no matter how much conversations you have with yourself and, and you take a chance on a dude, Realize, like, take time to get to know that dude, mm. because in the beginning, we're all wearing masks. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We're all putting up that that front. We're all putting up that, you know, that that guard. And so take your time. Don't necessarily rush into rush into a relationship for the fact of being into a relationship mm. or don't rush into a relationship because you, you feel an attraction to this dude. Take your time. And get to know who that person truly is. See that person when they first wake up in the morning. See that woman when she first wake up in the morning with no makeup on. Like, you know, like get to know that person for who they truly are. Like spend time with that person. Make a commitment to that person and getting to know that person. And not necessarily just getting to know them just to have sex or just trying to bag. But actually, like if my intentions are to date, if my intentions are to find that soulmate, find my true love, I'm going to take my time again to know that person. Mm -hmm. If I feel like I know that person, I feel like there's great chemistry there. Then, yes, you know, then we can move on to that next step of, you know, being in a official relationship or dating. You know, I'm saying 
uh, monogamously or whatever the case is, or even if we withhold sex, like we can, whatever this next step is, it is, it is. But just truly knowing, just truly having that conversation with yourself and saying, these are my true intentions. So I'm going, cause you attract what you attract, what you put out in the world. So if my true, if my, I truly want to find a relationship, then my actions and things like that are going to put that in the atmosphere to where someone's going to be attracted to me. And then they're going to then give me the chance to get to know them. Then that's what I said, just about taking time, not rushing into anything because the tension is there is a sexual attraction. There's a physical attraction there. Like, and having that conversation with that person and saying, these are my intentions. Just like you, you broke down earlier. These is my intentions. This is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for the same, setting those rules like Nola Darling. Hmm. Okay. You think women should shoot their shot? Um, It's 2019. I really feel like closed mouths don't get fit. Hmm. I really feel like it. Now, um, I'm not necessarily saying that, you know, Y'all should be out there shooting y'all shot, you know, all the time. <laughs> but and this is something I recently learned, like like a woman will give you a look if she's interested. Like you can you can feel you can feel a woman's look from across the room if she's interested. OK. Um, And it's up to I really feel like they're still like even though kind of gender roles are kind of blended now in 2019. But I really feel like there's certain things that a man should do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are attracted to somebody and you feel like they're attracted to you, or even if that's the case, like, don't be afraid to to shoot your shot. The mm-hmm. worst thing somebody could say is no. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, that's You're the only right. thing they say. No, I'm not interested. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like, it's funny. I had um, somebody in my DMs uh, yesterday that was shooting a shot. And I was kind of like, I, I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm a nice guy. I kind of think from time to time. And so I didn't want to like completely like just block him. Like I was just like, you know, like, ah, you funny. Ha ha. LOL. <laughs> and you know, she hit me with the, Oh, so, um, you don't even recognize when somebody flirting with you. I was like, yeah, I do. I just, if I'm interested, I flirt back. Ooh. And she hit me with something Ooh. like, well, obviously you don't. That's why you starting this podcast. Ooh. I was like, Oh Lord. <laughs> Escalated quickly. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, like I really feel like there's certain things like a man, if he's interested then yeah, he should approach you and say, Hey, how you doing? You know, but women don't be afraid to shoot your shot. Some men out here are clueless. Like they truly are. There's some great men out here that are absolutely clueless when it comes to that. Like, so if you see a guy you're interested, like it's nothing, it's nothing for, it's nothing for you to go over and just bump him on, bump him on the shoulder. If y'all at a party, it's just like at the bar. Or something. it's nothing for you to be like, oh, excuse me or something like this. It's nothing to do that. <laughs> it's not, now, it, now you give him an inch. He needs to take that mile. You feel me? But <laughs> like, it's nothing for you to at least like try to initiate the shot. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But, but I really feel like a man should take the lead if he's interested in a woman and approach them, mm-hmm. especially if she's giving you that eye, like y'all know, you don't act like you don't know the eye. There is an eye. I give there you that. Is there, I don't there act like you don't know eye. the eye. I just, I, I don't know how I feel about women shooting their shots. Well, not women, me. I just, I don't know how that works. I, it's not my thing. <laughs> so, so tell me you would, so tell me you would not. Cause, and this is the conversation that we're going to have. Like, so tell me, there's a guy that you're physically attracted to mm-hmm. and you, I mean, you see him, you're eyeing him, you know, y'all let a, y'all let a party or whatever you eyeing him the whole night. You know what I'm saying? He obviously is there by himself. Mm-hmm. You don't see him like, you know what I'm saying? Talking to anybody. You don't see him, 
You know what I'm saying? He's just with the guys having a great time. Mm-hmm. He catches eye contact with you a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So that's like just you giving him the eye, <laughs> right? It's one thirty. Like it's one thirty. You know, about to start opening. It's about to cut off the lights in fifteen minutes. You know what I'm saying? It's last call. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna go over there and just say excuse me. Um, I just want to know if you're here with somebody, or just even like just, even just like give him a little. You like walk by him and just like graze his shoulder or like you know what I'm saying y'all like y'all shoulders graze or something type of touch. Like you're not gonna do anything like that. I I don't know. <laughs> um, I I maybe just would go over and say hi. I don't, that's all you need to do. That's probably all I would do. I don't know how this shooting shot. That's thing all you works. need to do. Like that's 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 shooting your shot. That's just saying hi. Like we're not necessarily saying that y'all about to go ahead and get married to City Hall next week. Yeah. Yeah. You're just saying you're just going over there just to spark conversation, mm-hmm. just to meet a new friend. Or we say we put it in a professional setting. You're going over there to network. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To network. <laughs> so, like, it's nothing wrong with just having a conversation with someone just to get to know that person you may shoot your shot theoretically speaking um and find out he's a complete asshole mm. you know what i'm saying That's true like he might be with somebody he might be married and not wearing his ring he might you know yeah oh yeah oh Gosh. yeah oh you've been there before huh i listen uh oh <laughs> take take him take me to church mm-hmm. i had someone um who was interested and that sparked a conversation and he told me that he was divorced. There was a whole story. Come to find out that man was married, all of that, like, which it didn't even get to us even going out on the date. So it was never a first date or anything like that. We had met, it was a business setting. Right. And he expressed interest. So we were just having conversations on the phone and texting. We had planned to go out on a date and, I found out he was married. That's the see. That's now, now the, what? Now was he? Now was he married, separated, or no. married? No, he's staying so, with his wife and kids. He he told me that he was divorced. His wife lived in another state. He did tell me. He told me he had three kids, but come to find out, he had four. I don't Damn. know what the difference was between three and he, four. He, he didn't like that fourth kid. Well, here, right. nigga, you already got kids, <laughs> right. but um, and they you know shared custody and drove back and forth to. For the kids and all that, and come find out they're married, live here together. Oh, it whole dog family, all, all right. of it. All right, Carl Thomas. <laughs> and I wish I never so met her. Men are really out here lying. Like oh, people, let me not even just say men. People are out here really lying. They have full blown families. And Which brings me back to my original point, where we <laughs> talked about a year ago. A man gonna lie to say everything he won't. I'm just I told y'all that see that is crazy oh yes absolutely like, now, and, and take me out of the equation what about your wife oh yeah he, that's something he, he needs to definitely have a comment that's not the first time I've heard that conversation here in Columbus like there's a lot of brothers out here that ain't wearing their wedding rings like I'll be careful ladies cause there's some, just... some dog ass niggas out here I'm telling y'all what <laughs> I'd just rather stay single. <laughs> that's that's why we're single. Leave me alone. <laughs> just leave me alone. Um, let's see. We are about an hour in. Damn, for real? Mm-hmm. Wow, time hour flies. And four minutes. 
So is there anything, any questions that you have, anything that you just want to throw out in the atmosphere? Where can they listen to your podcast? When's it coming out? All Whatever's right, on right. your No doubt. Heart. No doubt. Well, first off, thank you so much for for having me here, man. I definitely had a ball. Um if you guys definitely want to hear more of me and the fellas, please tune in to That's Why We're Single. Um the website is to get list to get all of our podcasts is anchor like a ship anchor.fm slash that's why we're single. Uh, we're also on Instagram is that's why we're single. Uh, we have a Facebook page as well. That's why we're single. Twitter's coming soon. We just got to figure out because we only got so many characters, so we can't do that's why we're single. So we're figuring that out. But yeah, if you definitely enjoy this conversation and want to hear more. Uh, please don't hesitate to visit anchor.fm slash that's why we're single. Uh, we're going to be launching it. I believe the first episode will be coming out July 15th. Uh, we might do, I, I was still trying to figure out what we do want to do for that first episode, but it's kind of leaning towards niggas ain't shit. Um, <laughs> so that might be the first episode, but um, definitely please leave all comments. We, we actually have a, um, opportunity for you guys to leave voice messages as well too kind of like a little strawberry letter type thing that they do with steve harvey does steve harvey even come on still mm, he's going off i think the last show was this month or next damn for real mm-hmm. i didn't know that he didn't so, get renewed oh shit all right so we got like a little <laughs> strawberry letter thing where you can actually leave a voice message where if you got any questions for for myself and the fellas that will be more than happy to answer for you guys but we are just super excited to get this off the ground um it's 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 kind of like something that's been happening months in the making and just kind of like took wings of his own. So we're kind of excited to to just bring you guys a, a new aspect on love and relationships from the from the male perspective. So um, I think that's all I got. OK, well, yes, we are definitely excited for your podcast. I can't wait to tune in. I'm going to have my feedback ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but that is it. That's all that I have for you guys today. Do not forget the Columbus Podcast Awards are going to be August 25th. You can register for your ticket on eventbrite.com. It is a free event that we're putting together. So please come out. It is family friendly. You can bring your children. That's going to be at the Gateway Film uh, Center on campus. Shout out to Jerome at Cloth Talk Podcast who is putting that together with me as well and yeah that's all i got so thank you guys for tuning in we'll see you when we come back all right take it easy